1: Hola, Whiskey Ginger fans, what is up? It's the Red Rocket. If you want to come see the Red Rocket live, look, I've got a host of tour dates coming up, coming to hit you in the face of 2020. The Red Rocket tour is here, baby. You want to have a nice little stocking stuffer for someone that you know, go ahead and grab some Red Rocket tickets, uh, throw them in there. We're going to a ton of cities. Look at this is the art right here. This is the incredible, beautiful Red Rocket art. Uh, the In January, we're going to be in Edmonton, Uh, Then I'm going to be in Denver, Colorado at Comedy Works, one of my favorite clubs that's ever existed in downtown. Come out and see me in Edmonton and then in Denver. Um, And then in February, March, April, and May, we're all over the place. Where am I going to? It's right there. It's listed on andrewsantino.com. We're going everywhere, Madison, Minnesota. You know, we're going to Atlanta. We're going to Portland, Seattle. We're going everywhere. Uh, So go to andrewsantino.com for tickets. Check me out. We have some other great, amazing news to deliver to you outside of that. You guys, we're starting a Patreon. We're going to put the Patreon link below. Um, I'm so excited. There's going to be one-on-one Cheeto chats with fans. We're going to be interacting solely with fans. I'm going to do one-on-one solo episodes in there. There's going to be a ton of different tiers that you can get involved in um, because it's just going to create an opportunity for me to link more with fans instead of doing the guest episodes. I think the solo episodes are going to live only on the Patreon, I believe, from now on. People tend to like that. I can get more interactive with you guys. We can have full-on conversations. I won't give you a fake text number like Chips Delano, I'm going to give you the straight up email address that we can hit each other back and forth. And maybe, maybe we might video chat. Um, That's something we're working on right now. So I'm excited for that. Please subscribe, you guys. Tell everyone about the show. Spread that love. Spread that word. um, Because it means a lot to us. And I also want to announce today, we got merch. Look at the merch. You like it? the merch? You like it? the merch? We got some merch, man. I'm so excited. Um... I'm so excited that we're finally releasing this stuff. It's incredible. We have t-shirts. We got hats. We got beanies. We got hoodies. What do you need, dude? We got Red Rocket, Cheeto Santino gear. Everyone's been asking me for merch. You've been begging for merch. You guys are like, when are you going to make a t-shirt? Dude, we made a ton of t-shirts and a ton of stuff. If you don't buy this shit, I'm going to be livid. This is perfect stocking stuff for stuff. This is great for putting under the tree for someone that you love, uh, a Whiskey Ginger fan. Uh, So get them that stuff, you guys. Have some fun uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Feliz Navidad, Happy Holidays, whatever it is, in the meantime, enjoy the episode. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Buffalo Trace, the buff trace, be the only bourbon with balls, dude, we've talked about this on the show before, I drink Buffalo Trace, I enjoy it, I give it to my guests, some of the good guests get the good stuff, you know, some of the shitty guests get the shitty stuff, (laughs) and Buffalo Trace doesn't make shitty stuff, I give them plastic bottle stuff. But um, Buffalo Trace uh, is the only bourbon with balls that we talk about. It's right there on the cover. 1773, they've been making original jazz of their own in their own way. Fiercely independent. Uh, Harlan Wheatley's down there making some funky stuff, man. He's trying out all sorts of stuff. I think they're doing tequila now, including vodka and a host of other incredible uh, infusions of the whiskey kind, Mr. Bourbon. So um, pick up a bottle of Buffalo Trace. I, I highly support it. I've told you that. Tweet at me. Let me know that you're drinking it responsibly over 21 if you're under 21 don't send me those photos i don't want to see them i don't want to get caught by the cops uh but please uh, enjoy yourself a bottle of buffalo trace or blanton's or eagle rare or if you can get your little fingers on some pappy go ahead and do it there's a spot by my house a bar that sells it for 65 dollars per ounce so it's a little pricey but buffalo trace is incredible man they don't let anybody push them around that's kind of how we are here at whiskey ginger you know we do it our way we like to be independent you know, we like to buck up with people that buck up with us. And so please support Buffalo Trace because they support us. We, we really appreciate them this holiday season. Get someone you know lit up on Buff Trace at your house. Don't drink and drive. Take a nap. Pull out the pullout couch. Grab a pillow and a blanket. Cozy up near the fire. Grab some Buffalo Trace. Have yourself a good holiday, baby. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey.
0: Whisk. Creature in the ginger beer.
1: Sturdy and ginger. Like that, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests but I mean it once again today, truly, is Mr. Dan Soder. Dan. Hi. Dude, thanks for coming. Hi. Came to the house on a great day. Lovely home. Lovely backyard. Thank you. Appreciate it. But unfortunately, we got a fucking leak in the roof because of the rain, because it's bullshit in LA and doesn't fucking rain and they don't know how to handle rain.
0: They really lock up. You're a Chicago kid, right? Yeah. And I think Chicago... I'm from Colorado, and it's yeah. a similar mentality of, like, when terrible weather hits, it's like, put on your chains. Yeah. It's get be- up to the high road. In Colorado yeah, no, no. and Chicago, you're like, well, of course there's 10 feet of snow. Yes. Just this is around. just a part of what happens. Yeah. We're going to drive into the town.
1: You're going to put your damn chains on your tires. <laughs> my my mom... uh my mom used to, because uh, uh, I had an old rear wheel drive car. Yeah. And so my mom, every time it got a little snowy, was like so worried I was going to die in a fiery wreck. She was like, put the bags of sand in the trunk because we have bags of sand. Dude, we had bags of sand to <laughs> yeah, weigh down the butt yeah, of the car. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. So I wouldn't fucking fish tail out yeah. and crash into something. But it's it's so funny <laughs> to think about. Here, what a great sentence. Put the bags of sand in the trunk and I wouldn't do it because I'd, I'd, be, I'd be like, I don't fuck, I don't care. I'm, I'm a bad boy. Yeah, let I'm, this ass I'm slide. I'm going to fucking roll through it, bitch. Let this ass slide around. But it was always like, the, I, I hated lugging the sand in and out of the fucking trunk of the car. It was so annoying. And then you let it sit in there And then inevitably, every winter, a bag would break just because of the wear and tear. It would crack and then it'd be sand in the trunk of the fucking car and I'd have to get it out. So I didn't want to put it in because I was like, I don't want to lug these 50 pound bags of sand in and out of this fucking car. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. And so what I would do is I would sit at a stoplight or a stop sign for an inordinate amount of time just spinning out the whole time <laughs> loving it yeah i would love it <laughs> and then the car behind me like man nah, nah, nah. i'm like come on come on hold on hold on. i do, get it
0: and you do the thing where it goes <laughs> it but out. when
1: it catches it goes yeah when it catches it's good
0: i know about that so my mom had a uh 91 toyota four runner and
1: fuck yeah the four is a great car by the way by the way
0: sticks with it yeah it's a phenomenal car man it really is my mom got in a car accident about three years ago she got uh hit head on. A guy had a heart attack and died and came through the cross. Uh, oh my God. And hit her. And my mom's so tough that she just walked away like the Terminator. Like just kicked the door <laughs> off and they're like, Miss, are you all right? It's like, do 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 My little boy's name is Danny. He's a comedian in He's New a York comedian. City. Comedian, You're going to meet him one day. Have you seen this boy? He's got it. you know. It was, but she got out and I was like, well, we have to get you a new car. She's like, I want a forerunner, And you're like, what yeah. was the old car, by the way? Do you Forerunner. remember?
1: Oh, it was another four runner. Stayed four. Oh shit. A
0: ninety-one, and then bought like in oh six. Bought a ninety-eight, and then had that ninety-eight until two thousand seventeen. No way. Yeah.
1: That's a deep cut. That's Did a hard car to keep for 000 miles. Damn, and never had to change anything out of it though.
0: I mean, yeah, i had to do some work.
1: Yeah, but I mean, but you never had to replace an engine though. No, same engine.
0: I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, because that's
1: re- that's a long time to go. Toyota, Once you get man. to a quarter of a million, you're like you're tiptoeing on. Can't go too much. Further. Honda
0: Accords can blow by it.
1: Different story, man. Honda Accords are built differently. Dude. They're, they're just, fucking. They're, they're, built they, differently. I don't know what it we is. We became bro. dads yeah. with that
0: one sentence. He's <laughs> go. <"The> Accord, <laughs> Accord, you're built uh, different. That thing's built differently. That thing's gonna go last. for it. Put sand in your truck. <laughs> but uh, my mom, my friend Zach's uh, mom was a flight attendant for Frontier, and there was a blizzard, and Zach was like. He had a blazer, but his blazer was in the shop. And he's like, Hey, man, love King. Chevy blazers, man. Yeah, I used to love great. those
1: fucking cars. Cool
0: guys had Chevy blazers, man. Good dude. Zach was a cool dude. Yeah. And uh, he is a cool dude. And we got in. So he called me. He's like, Hey, man, my mom is at DIA and it's a snowstorm. It was a blizzard. Could you drive me out there to, like, you know, pick up my mom? And I was like, Yeah, sure, dude. And I asked my mom and she's like, You can use the Forerunner, but just like, look out. You know, it's ice. So you always know, like, hit gas, don't hit brake. I'm like, I got it. I did, like, that teenage thing where I'm like, Mom, shut up. I don't need to
1: hear your advice, Mom.
0: Dude, I turned the first corner, and I was driving (laughs) up a hill, and I just hit ice, and I was just like, no, 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 no. (laughs) And just into a parked car, and like, boosh. Yeah. That was the first one, right? Right. I had to go find the guy's truck, because I hit a guy's truck. Mm. He was in these townhomes by my house. I go in, I find the guy, I get his info, I, I, you know, there's no cell phones, I'm going to call Zach's right. house and be like, house I'm still phone. coming, i still coming phone. to pick you up, I pick him up, dude, driving to get his mom and back, we hit ice and slid into the barricade six times. What? My mom thinks I only got the one, one accident. One accident? <laughs> and you come back <laughs> and both sides are dinged up, and I'm like... Yeah, it was just that one up there. Because I, I called her when I hit that been the guy. It could
1: snow, man. I don't know what it was. It could have just been the wind. I do I think I that's... hit and I turned
0: and then that hit. And then I turned <laughs> yeah. and I hit and I hit. Just, three, just 180 hits on all sides. But she was like, yeah, okay, all right, well, I'm glad you're safe. And you saw me like, I fucked
1: your shit. I fucked your car up so, <sighs> so bad. So bad. Yeah, dude. I, I, well, I mean, at at some point when you live in a part of a country, in, in a, a, part, a part of the country where – snow damages vehicles, yeah. people don't care as much. Like, at California, if there's like a mini little scratch, people see it because there's nothing to impede upon that. Like, it's that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But in the Midwest, bumpers are bumpers. It's part of the thing. It's like, Yeah, there's
0: dents in bumpers.
1: That's what a bumper, a bump, it's called bumper to bump, bump other cars. That's yeah. why we call it a bumper. It's like, oh, I bumped on my bump. But it's so funny how when you leave the Midwest and you, I come to the West Coast, if someone tapped you, that's that is like grounds for lawsuits that's yeah, like i will yeah. fucking well, i think los
0: angeles is an especially litigative oh my god they on. just love to litigate we're the here. worst of the worst
1: of the worst uh, maybe san francisco might be worse
0: well san francisco they passively aggressive they go yeah you hit me and i and, think my neck might be i'm hurt. okay with hitting because i mean i get it i understand that i don't know why you have to drive that car and honestly even thinking about that hurts my neck more <laughs> Uh, you should probably talk to my lawyer. His name is Mark Greenblade. He's... Uh, Greenblade. Yeah, like, <laughs> He's, so I was going to go hippie and say uh, Grassblade, but... Grassblade would LA, I think there's people who like wait to get in accidents. They're just like, fuck
1: yeah. Well, the problem with LA is most people in LA don't have insurance. Because I think people drive from all over the country. They come from everywhere. People don't have insurance here, man. A lot of people don't have insurance in this
0: fucking city. Which state. is weird because you're always like they tell you like drive with insurance you have to drive with insurance and then i've heard so many stories of friends getting in accidents with people and they're like i don't have insurance i don't have insurance anymore. bro i've been
1: pulled over in this in this city probably a dozen times since i've lived here never once have i been asked for my insurance A license or registration i give it to them. like you have insurance i go yeah and i do have always had it sure they've never cared midwest
0: you need insurance you can't fuck around a winner, a winter city you 100% have to have you car can't fuck because you're gonna take bumps i think my mom got her car fixed for like 78 bucks
1: also i guess growing up in the middle, cars got stolen all the time one of the worst stories of my entire childhood that traumatized me my mother was coming to pick me up from after school
0: daycare was it a, where was it at in downtown chicago no but where was the daycare was it like an actual daycare or was it like an athletic center like i went to in the basement of an apartment building got it <laughs> You got it's, it. It was a- couple uh, of apathetic yeah, teenagers yeah. and a really old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One oh, super old lady. Yep. Nancy was ours. Y- Nance? It was oh. Nance? Yeah. One super old lady. Oh, by the Big way- Big ass legs. I haven't sh- thought of that woman in forever. Summertime would come and she'd put on these shorts and she just had these massive Cats? tan thighs. Oh, like thighs. fucking golden ham
1: hocks. <laughs> She was, but was it sexy to you as a kid? No, no you were turned off. Right? Dinosaur like. See, it's funny because sometimes old big women like that make turn me the fuck on. You get blood going just because I'm like this. This big bitch can fucking handle life. In bowl. Yeah, she fucks with life. I like a
0: sturdy woman.
1: Yeah, she can. She hunkers down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, she always, does that. She does that. Uh, that the,
0: Maori fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a nice the all blacks. I like yeah. a Viking queen body.
1: Yeah, that's what, that, the the two people. So so in the daycare, my mother came to pick me up. Uh in the basement of this old apartment building and she left the car running outside because it was fuck it had been freezing in the middle of dead middle of winter. And here's how I know it's the middle of winter. My Christmas presents were in the trunk of the fucking car. Single mother, working mother. She put the presents in the car and oh. the car got fucking jacked, dude. Like got stolen within seconds. She came inside, came to get me. I was watching a movie. She was trying to like organize me and talk to the people Sign out. Yeah, dude, and the car got stolen with the kids oh. in the trunk. This is the most fucked part of the whole thing. I was so sad. Uh, my mother never told me till years later that my trunks, my presents were in the trunk. I was so hurt that the car got stolen because I felt bad for my mother because I could tell it fucked her up. And I was sitting in her bed at night. We were sitting in uh, it was a, a two bedroom apartment. Yeah, and I was sitting in her bed. Uh, in her room because I felt awful for her and I was sitting there really sad and we got a phone call from the Chicago police and the Chicago police were like "Uh, is this this Maureen? Yeah, we found your car. It's on the Dan Ryan. And my mother was like oh my God, you, you found the vehicle? Um, I mean, what you know, like, is there anything left over in the car? And the guy's like, no. Also, there's no tires on it, and the glove <laughs> compartment's been totally demolished. Like, they had broke the, you know, the oh, you would lock a glove compartment, yeah. they had cracked it and taken it. So my mother was, like, they were like, we can either we can either have you tow you tow it to wherever <laughs> you want it, or we tow it to our yard. You got to pay for it. And my mom was like, the tires are gone, and it's all fucking. And they were like, yeah, and she was like fucking taken so they just scrapped it they took the fucking car because it was worth nothing i mean it was like a piece of shit is an understatement yeah. it, it was past a piece of shit
0: i got a, uh, I got my car taken when i got robbed in tucson and when they called me
1: you got robbed what you got robbed at gunpoint yeah
0: i lived with a weed dealer and, oh uh, i did it i told the story on this not happening and ari was like i would did like the live show I, said, mm-hmm. gotta, I worked that shit out which is uh but I got my cart stolen and I had six loads of laundry. I had all my clothes. I had like my towels. Oh, shit. I had my backpack with all my books for school. Oh, fuck. That's
1: money, by the way.
0: That's legit money. It's probably $600 a semester. Yeah, that's so fucked up. For fucking journalism law books. Bullshit. Yeah, journalism. Journalism. journalism, Bullshit. Bullshit books. If it bleeds the the leads, (laughs) uh, don't get buried in a lead. We know all our terms. Oh, my God. This guy knows. I know
1: how hard I almost failed. I know.
0: Yeah, I, I remember. So I um. I have my backpack like in Your there. laundry,
1: your backpack—like your life—is in the fucking hundred
0: disc CD book, bro. The hits, a lot of burns. I'm gonna say,
1: All, I, "All eyes on me" is in there. Both
0: discs. <laughs> Uh, for sure, uh, about this. Ready
1: to die is in there. Little no doubt. Tragic Kingdom probably yeah, thrown in there 100%, on accident. one hundred percent.
0: I'll even throw in Blues Traveler four. Come on, bro! With the cat, with the green, smoking, I the, love it. The green had it, me.
1: had it. What about? Oh, wait, 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 wait! Let's deep dive for a second. Who and the Blowfish? You. Hootie one, and the Blowfish? For sure. Do you have Presidents United States of America? Yeah, millions lump. of peaches got the lump up in that motherfucker. Yeah. What else could have been in that category aside that
0: Nirvana? Never mind, for uh, sure.
1: Well, that's. That nah. is such a staple. Yeah. Pearl Jam. Were you a Pearl Jam guy? Yeah. No? I had
0: Ten, Vitology, and uh, what was the other
1: one? I'm trying to see it in my head right now. Vitology was great because they had. I think it had a live album. They had. No, they did have a live album. Yeah. But there was one more studio album that they did.
0: Those ones I had. That was heavy. that was in the book.
1: Dude, I want to get back to this in two seconds. Finish the story because I have to, Now I, I want to talk music right after this. Okay. So you're all your shits in there. The hundred CD discs. And then in they there.
0: call me. I was at a bar with my friend Calvin. And they're like, hey, it's Tucson Police Department. We found your car. And I was like, oh. And they're like, it's uh, running, but there's (laughs) nothing inside it. And I was like, what do you mean there's nothing inside it? They took everything out of the console. Fuck. Like, they took everything out, and they took everything out of the middle. And it was just like, it cost me, like, I, I knew a guy that, Listen to the radio station I worked at. So, what kind was, of car was it, by the way? 1996 Dodge Stratus. The stra-
1: Stratus. I, I drive a. Dodge I drive drive a I Dodge, Dodge, Dodge Stratus.
0: Stratus. That was my rejoinder at KFMA, where it'd be like, "You're listening to Scared Dan. I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> it's 92.1 and 101.3 KFMA." And then I'd go into like, why? Yeah, it'd just be like Blind Melon. Oh, <laughs> and um, but yeah, they called me and there was like, "There's nothing in there," and you're like. So the the feeling your mom had had to be so much worse cuz you're like also single mom you're like those were
1: presents. That it was, was well I I didn't learn that till much later. That was the, that was the whole thing with my Did mom. Did you ask her what presents? Yeah, you know what's so fucked up about this. Ugh, this is hurtful. This hurts my heart to know she had to ask my grandfather, rest in peace, coolest fucking motherfucker whoever lived on this earth to get a little bit of money to rebuy some of the gifts. Yeah, it was fucked. Do yeah. You
0: know what the gifts were?
1: Uh, I've actually, yes, I fucking, I remember the most important gift, the one that really like, like the one that I wanted was the, uh, Ecto one Ghostbusters car. I remember it, dude. I love that fucking thi- I love the Ecto one so fucking much. Uh,
0: you know what version I of wish, that? As my- an
1: adult, I was like, why can't I buy an Ecto one?
0: I, uh, my version of that mm-hmm. was my, da- I had Christmas with my dad in 1990.
1: When did your dad pass away? What year?
0: 97. 97 uh i christmas with my dad in san francisco in 1990 and he was like don't bring in i call my action figures my guys he was like don't, don't bring, bring any the guys he goes don't bring any guys and i go i should probably bring a couple guys and he's like no don't bring any guys <laughs> and he's like no i this is exactly what he said he goes, make sure you bring your Ninja Turtle guys. Yes. Like bring your Ninja Turtle guys. They're, and I was they're like coming, I promise. Duh! Yeah. <laughs> it was gonna be WWF and Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I was gonna leave the X-Men at home, let them cook, you know. Let them chill. Build up some storylines. It's a night off for those guys. Come back to Wolverine 2, the yellow and blue one, and have a different storyline. So
1: dope. They <laughs> it, took a bye week.
0: They took a bye week. Yeah. And I went to my my dad's house in San Francisco with my Ninja Turtle guys. This motherfucker. <laughs> Gary Soder, mm-hmm. not paying child support, being a real shitty. Real Gary. About real it. real right Gary. Real Gary about it. Drops Shredder's Cadillac <sighs> and the Ninja Turtle van. Fuck off. Are you out of your head right now? And a hotlicks guitar.
1: Well, that's why he saved all that money from fucking <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> <before. laughs> like, he goes, I'm
0: gonna make a count. He did the he did the William Wallace hold. My mom's like, Where's the money, Gary? He's like, Hold, hold. All right, you get Dan for Christmas this year. Hold no! <laughs> It's like, oh my god!
1: Dude, that's incredible. The the, the van was so fucking dope. And that he was led so with cool. the Cadillac.
0: My dad pulled some dope toy moves. Uh Wait, the- did sidestep? Did you have did you have
1: Splinter? Uh, uh, never got you, Splinter isn't that funny that no one
0: never ever got Splinter sh-
1: dude shout out to Splinter nobody shout out, out for with Splinter for elusive for real though nobody fucked with him because I of course I had Shredder of course I had all the uh, of course I, by the way I had Bebop and, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady but it was like why didn't I why didn't I ever get a Splinter I never got because I me neither nobody wanted he a even rat. had
0: a cloth robe I know but I yeah. couldn't fuck with it so when Tim Burton's Batman came out they but came out with the action you mean, figures.
1: You mean the only Batman that have ever been? I'm I mean, sorry.
0: I'm a Nolan guy, so we could go tip the chattels. I
1: just think I just think what he did yeah. define look, you may not agree that Michael Jordan's the best basketball player of all time. Some people don't think so. Sure. Okay. But what he did to basketball changed it forever tim burton
0: did that to batman that's how i feel about yes. tim burton he set the tone forever and ever. as they say in football when you make a big hit go set the tone go set the tone he set the tone let him fucking know let him know okay and tim burton let these he motherfuckers did, know. bro especially with keaton as batman mm. keaton is my batman
1: the coldest motherfucker his mouth looked like what i thought batman was gonna look like it was perfect i go that's batman's mouth it's
0: batman. that's exactly i remember what being the kid be like that's yeah. batman's <laughs> mouth <laughs> yeah that's what batman's mouth looks like. um and so they came out with the action figures mm-hmm uh, my dad was still living in denver so this is 89 and so like my dad you know he had like an apartment around the way and he took me to toys r us in the batman they had joker and they had bob
1: oh yeah were, yeah. Like, yeah yeah those oh, are yeah. the action figures they had no yeah.
0: batman and i was like damn. damn and my dad's like let's get bob and joker and then we'll wait <sighs> You okay. you get batman you Fine. know and that's like your rationing skills as a kid you're like it is two guys.
1: It is two dudes. I yeah, still dig them. They're guys. still fun. Still All fun right. to party All right. with. I can maybe tie in
0: one of my Justice League uh, figures. I can <laughs> find that old Batman. And we go in the car, and I remember my dad was like, "Oh, what? What's this?" and pulls out a Batman. Fuck and like,
1: off! What are you? <laughs> <know>? <laughs> get rid of
0: it! <laughs> <read laughs> oh my god, that that motherfucker! I was just visiting my grandmother last week for Thanksgiving, and I drove in Marin. There used to be a place called Toy World. Is it Marin County? Yeah, Marin County. Okay. There used to be a place called Toy World. Toy World. And that's where we would stop. My dad worked at a liquor store in Mill Valley. Oh, shit. And then my uh, my grandma and him lived off Sir Francis Drake. So it was like an apartment off Sir Francis Drake. So we would go from Mill Valley. And then as we were going back to my grandma's apartment, he'd be like, Shh, take that exit. We'd go to the mall, go right to Toy World. And he'd mm. be like, what are we doing? Can what are we, we doing? What we guys we, are we getting?
1: Like a mob like a mob day. Exactly. That's like a but, what do you need? You want, you get it. Pick it up. Go ahead. Mob on, pick
0: dads and alcoholic dads. Act exactly the exact same. He's like, I'm gonna get hammered. What piece of plastic can you play with while I pass out? And you're like <laughs> uh, maybe a Jim the Anvil Nightheart high energy WWF figure. You got <laughs> it! <laughs> six bucks I can get smashed tonight on the patio. <laughs>
1: so he would, would your father, would your dad he would supplement love with toys. For sure. Yeah, that was his thing.
0: For sure. So
1: my, I've talked about it before, but like my, we, we're cut from an oddly similar cloth, but my dad is alive, is alive. Uh, you know, it's so weird. I always say was an addict, but is an addict. I know how they do that thing with addicts yeah, so like, yeah. is, was, whatever, whatever it was. He doesn't yeah. use it anymore. It's been a long time. He's been sober for a long time. But that being said, um, with my dad was drug use, not booze. Okay. So I, we, there was no... I never saw it or felt it. The one thing he was very conscious of was using was disconnected from me. Yeah. So that's what's interesting about like alcoholism tends to be one of those things where...
0: Yeah, both of my parents are alcohol.
1: Well, they'll do it in, with in front of people, with people. It doesn't matter because it's so socially acceptable. But you don't
0: understand. It's so weird as a kid. Probably by the time I was six, mm-hmm. I knew what getting drunk was. Of course. Well, could, could, but, but here's why though. But my parents... And I didn't know this until I got older. Right. And you look back at your parents, because then, I'm 36 right now. My Same. parents were 30, my mom was 35, my dad was 34 when they had me. I'm kind of like, you always wonder, like, oh, that's mom and dad. That's my mom and my dad. And then they're older and you see them get older. And now my mom's 71 and and you're like, oh, that's, she's a 71-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. But now when I kind of know my mom and and, and I've gone through my drinking problem and, and I knew how I behaved with alco- alcohol, I'm like, oh, yeah. I know exactly who Trish and Gary were. Mm. They were the like, let's go get fucked up at Trish and Gary's. Right. And they would have cocktails. And by the way, not, it wasn't trashy. It was like kind of fun. It was, there was like,
1: yeah, there was, it was a party. San Francisco it was
0: in the a 70s party. and 80s. Yeah. Fuck. Day's I would have loved
1: to have seen that footage
0: yeah I mean my mom said one of the funniest things when I was a teenager she goes one time your father and I did some cocaine so good that he wanted to go dancing and, you're like, <laughs> and I was like what what you're like oh fuck I did not know she was like yeah that's how good the coke was and I was like damn
1: because they lived because Gary like, did not go dancing
0: didn't smoke weed Net didn't like weed, loved booze. Yeah. It would, do you have some toots once in a while?
1: Yeah, but like toots of that era almost doesn't count. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't count. It's Adderall now. Meanwhile, my dad of that toots is what, my dad, that's Mr. 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 Toots, dude. Yeah, that's what caught him hard. Yeah. That's what (sighs) ended him in prison and all that stuff there. Jesus. Actually, this, the sauce, the ironic ironic thing is I like alcohol. Uh, I moderation type of shit but sure. it's come from my irish side yeah. my father's italian santino that side um not a drinking like nobody on that side drinks like not a one of so funny before.
0: you say that my mom's family mm. there's drinking problems but for the most part they drink yeah little to no effect problem-wise sure my dad's family cirrhosis eliminated everything they're swedish wow Eliminated well, everybody. Sweet,
1: dude, she, my the old bag, the old ball and chain, <laughs> the old Hagrid over the sh- her Swedish uh, lineage. They un, un, undeniably drink more than anybody could ever imagine. Swedish people get not enough credit. They're fucking party hounds, dude. Party hounds. People think like they're like Irish, Scottish, English, all this bullshit. Swedish people fucking rage. I don't give a f- <laughs> yeah, you, dude, you People my, who don't I'm know, telling you, man. My dad died of rage. cirrhosis
0: at 48. My grandfather died of cirrhosis at like 62. His dad. Dude, we're talking lineage. <laughs> if this was politics, I would be a dynasty baby. you <laughs> would be like, I'm fucking you have ran d-.
1: the country three times over. I had a
0: joke along. I was doing this joke for a little bit on stage about how I was a third generation alcoholic. And it was like, my grandfather died at cirrhosis because he was good at drinking. My dad died at 48 because he was better at drinking. And that's too much pressure for a young alcoholic. I felt like Ken Griffey third. Like <laughs> but that was You're like never a gonna real, be able to was, turn on a ball like that that was a yeah. that was the joke I had where I was like but I knew my dad was an alcoholic so I didn't want to drink when I was a teenager because he died when I was 14 so uh, I was like yo fuck that shit I'm not gonna drink alcohol that killed my dad right right I would smoke weed I just smoked weed from 14 you know on right and then like 17 or 18 started drinking social shit happens yeah you start drinking you go to house parties you have a beer or whatever mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I can drink. Yeah. And you start ch- checking those limits, and you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> Danny's good at drinking. <laughs> and I'm just fucking putting it back. Then I go to school at the University of Arizona, which is at sea level, and I'm coming from Colorado, so it's altitude. Oh, shit. And so I go drink even more. Laying them out.
1: You know I'm ASU, by the way. You know that, right?
0: I didn't know you were a scum devil. Mm-hmm. Where you graduate?
1: Whatever, Mexico. Know. You know what I mean? That's what we, yeah. They're both trash. Uh, P- garbage. The, name, for the, the whole work. state. Uh, uh, what year you graduate? Same. We're the same age. Oh, five. Yeah, I'm 36. Yeah. So we're you were at
0: age. ASU when I was at U of A. Yeah. yeah. We were rivals.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't pay enough attention. Me neither. The I hated yeah, that, it. See, that was the problem. I did stand up. Yeah. Well, my thing was um, we, we had a fraternal system at ASU. So we, we had a massive Greek house. Okay, life. so yours, but yours is real, right? Like, you guys have Greek houses. So we used to have frat row that got shut down in 2004 because there was a porno. People can look this up. I
0: watched this porno with B.B. Shane's B-B- World was the name Shane's of Shane's World, I used to J-O do. I Dude, mean, I still
1: would. Shane's World shut down the Greek system at ASU. To this day, if you go on Google Map Images, go look at it right now, you can look at university and, oh God, I wish I knew what that cross street was. Um, the old, what used to be, uh, what used to be frat row of the 15 houses is flattened. There's nothing... I mean, now I think they're building new buildings there, but it, it was flattened for years and years and years because the old president of ASU, Michael Crow, was so offset by what it was doing to his name, he eliminated Greek from being a part of campus. And by the way, at the time, it was so a part of campus that I wasn't even in a frat, Yeah, but my friends were uh, Sigma Kai's. Oh, all big I Big one. That's a big one. They're a big one. All I did was go there with them.
0: I sold... See, I would go... I would go
1: party my face off, and they were I like, you should join. And I was like, don't want
0: to. I don't like the commitment. I, I never rushed. I never did anything. Couldn't. It, I don't like commitment. They, it, the only thing that got me in the door ever of a frat party was because my roommate Amir sold QPs of chronic. Amir? Yeah. yeah Long know, Island.
1: By the way, I know this guy. From, I don't know this guy, yeah. but I know this guy.
0: He's from Long Island.
1: You know what we used to do? This is so fucked up. This is This is awful. Is it famous Jewish fraternity A E Pi? Yeah, dude, I knew about
0: A E Pi. We sold, I dude, A E Pi. They were like, yeah, dude, that's. We used
1: to we used to to hang out with these uh, football players. Yeah, and (laughs) we would stand. A E Pi's party was in the way way. So their house was designed like it was way more like hallway narrow. So to get to the back, you'd have to go through one little section in the front, and it was kind of impossible to navigate. All ranch style houses, exactly right, exactly. And you'd have to go through one way. Well, we would hang out with these football players up front and they would charge everybody five to ten bucks. Beautiful. Dude, and I would sit there all night getting high and drunk with these guys. Ch- they would charge people. We had nothing to do with what was going on back then. Dude, that's very that's when you very see very divisive. So we walk away with like eighty bucks and then
0: we would go to you, that's, who you party. See. that's how you see who's gonna be successful in life. <laughs> yeah, who's you who's, start seeing people that do like little schemes like that. And uh-huh. You're like like the kids that are spending their parents' money. They're usually there and are just like, I don't care. I don't care. It's not It doesn't mine. matter. And then the right. kids that are kind of like, you know, I think we could do this and get that money. And you're mm-hmm. like, like Amir was one of those kids where he's like, fuck these kids. We'll take their money. And you're like, I like you. <laughs> I like this I don't this know guy. whose idea
1: it was, but that was such an easy scam that we were like, God, we can just take, if we just say, give us 10 bucks. Yeah. I,
0: the, it, it The Greek system was, the Greek life was so big at Arizona that I didn't like going to Arizona because everyone was like going to bars. And then eventually by junior year, it washed down where yeah. it wasn't a big deal. And everyone was still going to bars because everyone was twenty one. Did you
1: ever come up to Phoenix or no? Fuck yeah. I yeah, did. you did. You I came... came up
0: a bunch. One night yeah. I drank a bottle of wild turkey and drove back to Tucson. Not proud of that. Whoa. Hunter S. Dude, S Thompson ninety nine, right that's, down I ten. And that's I lived a in long Marana, drive. Right off Ina Road. Got off shit. Ina Road. Dude, I fucking in the stratass.
1: Oh, you did? oh shit. Dude, that's a so you blacked out and twelve
0: the... pack of rolling rock in the uh, behind the passenger seat. Fuck oh, off. I was in a real Hunter S. Thompson phase. So, You're,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted, to, you wanted to write a novel so bad. You not want to head. write a novel. I just like the way... In your head, you wanted yeah, to write a novel. Yeah, I like yeah. being crazy
0: and doing drugs and fucking going nuts. Mm-hmm. That's
1: how I ended up at those schools. You know that? Like, my father went to... My stepdad, who I went to the University of Tennessee, and uh, I was like, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go there. I don't know. Like, I was really bad at school. Like, I was a smart enough kid, but yeah. man, I fucking hated school so much. And teachers were always like, your son is... Is smart and he doesn't even try and he still gets a B and it's very annoying because other students can't learn because he's distracting. I heard that my whole life, that yeah. was my whole life. He's distracting. You very know what? It's
0: really funny. Is drop it to a C and I'm the same. Yes, yeah, so I say. Well, yeah. dude,
1: I would get I would get two C's and three B's. That would be like the that, would that be was the,
0: how I had to keep my license. Two C's, three B's. That was it forever. If I got a three point oh, or I couldn't have a license. Three point oh, three point two was my shit. That was a three point two uh, was like
1: my shimmy number. Two
0: point nine, and I blame being bad at tests because my dad died and I got into Arizona. <laughs>
1: I literally I, – I, had, I, so Tennessee, I thought, well, maybe I'll go to University of Tennessee because that's where he went and I have an affinity to that. And the kid I was going to go to the University of Tennessee with – I've told this story before. Yeah. But the kid I was going to go to the University of Tennessee with, his father, they're well off. They're powerful sure. dudes. And his dad was like, you boys should go see your cousin in Arizona. Now, I always wanted to go to California. Growing up in Chicago, California was like, you'll never get out. You'll never make it. How are you going to get out there? That's insane. Like the idea was crazy, right? Yeah. Like, I, Like – to, to Chicago people Iowa is like That's pretty far west Yeah You know what I mean it's like, Yeah yeah They're going all
0: the way To the coast <laughs> you're Yeah like, What Nebraska What are you How are
1: you gonna get back Fuck yeah, a yeah, spaceship Yeah, yeah. yeah like, So when I said I, I was Mark out.
0: come in here Andrew <laughs> wants to go To California <laughs> And you're like How the hell Are you gonna get out there Yeah
1: what do they do They time so, travel over there
0: See what's weird to me Is like LA was like um, The hotter uh, cousin We didn't talk Because I'd go to the Bay Area all the time Oh right So, 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 was that, of, so was you're
1: familiar I I was, yeah. gonna
0: say, I was flying by myself at five years old to San Francisco to hang out with my alcoholic dad That's in Mill Valley. And That's I was like, awesome. Yeah, dude, San Francisco in the 90s when you were a kid, it's the shit. But you were saying, so you. Oh, no. So, so. Cousins so, so, in Arizona. So, yeah,
1: so, no. So, seriously, drugs was the impetus for this whole thing. I said, Well, maybe we'll look at ASU. So we went to Arizona, we went to Phoenix, and I I sat on what would be my future dorm steps. I'll never, dude, this is so burning my brain. I have a bad memory from the way past, but I can vividly remember sitting on the stoop. We ate mushrooms in a peanut butter jar with his cousin's boyfriend who was like, hey, I'm trying to fuck your cousin. Get out of here. Like, it was so like, get the fuck out of... Here's drugs. Go away. And I was like, that guy's the coolest guy I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: You know what I like about he him? He just gave He's us straight, straight to business. <laughs> yeah, he
1: was like... I want to fuck your cousin. You and the ugly orange haired kid.
0: Get out of my face now. You're cramping my shit.
1: <laughs> Dude, it was perfect. We got mush. He goes, here's mushrooms. There's peanut butter. Leave. And I was like. <laughs> like you're
0: like a dog that he wanted to fuck. He's like, smear peanut butter on some shit. Get him the fuck out of here.
1: Honestly, it worked well. We ate fucking mushrooms. We walked around for a while. And by I the sat- way, people I need s- to realize this. Yeah.
0: If you you everyone should do mushrooms in the state of Arizona,
1: I, I I so wholeheartedly
0: agree. The way that the sky is clear, the way that the light is, the way the, that way night, the, the night, night, the night, the night, yeah, the night. Dan, <laughs> yeah. Dan, you yeah. cut. Yeah. The way that the night is still in Arizona,
1: it's unbelievable. On uh, mushrooms, for mushrooms, uh,
0: freshman year I did mushrooms Ooh. on the mall in Tucson, and it was everything uh, is perfect. It was perfect.
1: The calmness of the desert. I've talked about that before. Yeah. People know. People on the po- people who listen to the podcast are like he. Ta- the calmness of the desert does a thing. Everyone anyway. should
0: do it in the forest, and everyone should do it in the desert. It's
1: forest and desert, and I do say desert preference for me because I'm a forest
0: guy because I like I like uh, fur lined hoodies. I like stillness. I love because I love the forest war-
1: has noises and the and the desert has that. no noises.
0: I love the I, love the <laughs> I like of silence. Li- I like the noises of life.
1: <laughs> so I sat on the fucking stoop of my what would be dorm, and we did mushrooms. And I literally remember turning to my friend and saying to him we have to go to school here. I'll never forget. I literally looked him in the eyes and he was smiling and it was like a, such a sweet, warm smile and I go, we have to go to school here and he was like, we do and we did. That was literally how I went to ASU. That was the story of how, I like it, it changed my perspective. I was like, I have to get out of the Midwest. I can't stay home. If I'm going to do comedy. Yeah.
0: because So you knew you were going to do comedy.
1: Yeah, man. It, I, I posted on Instagram a year ago a letter my senior um, my senior uh, whatever that the thesis letter yeah. and I said I don't care how I do it but I want to make a living doing comedy I don't care how it happens I think
0: I said very similarly the I same wanted thing. it so
1: I didn't I didn't know what it was I won,
0: I won most likely to be a stand-up comedian oh you did and then I gave the Dirk Diggler speech from Boogie Nights <laughs> I was like, you know, we're gonna keep did on you rocking show and rolling. No, I go. We're gonna keep on going out there, and we can keep making movies. We're just gonna keep out there and keep rocking and rolling. And do the kick, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it was I didn't when I moved to Tucson. I almost had an opposite experience. Oh really? I knew I wanted to get out of Colorado because okay. the way I watched my dad die, I just feel like he never took a shot at anything. I was like, dude, this guy was so funny. What do so you do smart. for a living? He's a bartender. Worked at a liquor store. His whole life. Yeah, it was always in the navy. A, always was around the sauce. He was in the navy and mm. then worked in restaurants. You know, he was like a general manager of restaurant for a little bit, but then he bartender. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: No, he he was making a living.
0: But he was so fucking funny and so smart that you're like, man, you didn't ever want to take a shot. Mm. And he was always like, I'm gonna be a radio DJ. You know, like he was. That's what he told my grandma, and mm. that's what he wanted to be. He even told my mom that, and they just never did it. And so I remember, you know, he died and then my sister died. And then I'm kind of like, well, fuck this. Mm -hmm. Fuck staying in Colorado. What am I doing? I'm going to go to CSU. I'm going to go to Fort Collins and get fucking blackout and marry a girl that went to fucking chaparral. And then we're going to live in fucking Littleton. (laughs) And I'm going to be working at a, you know, probably a decent job at like a mortgage firm where I'm the funniest guy in the office, Mm -hmm. but feel a little unfulfilled and, you know eventually I'm gonna meet a lady that works at the office I'm gonna cheat on my wife with her it's gonna be a whole fucking thing oh your secretary yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah, then I'm divorced then I gotta stay at my mom's in Aurora and then Mm -hmm. I'm like why did I ever fucking go to school and I'm never like why am I in this cycle and you go to
1: your buddy's house from high school from Highlands Ranch I go see Garipay
0: he's (laughs) living out in fucking Highlands you know he's right around the corner what is it Cherry uh, 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 Cherry Creek Cherry Creek yeah Yeah. You know, I'm over. Uh, uh, you know, and then fucking Byron just bought his new place off C470 Son and kicked Carl. Got to go of a see it. Got to go. These are all things I just do when I'm home. Um, this is all real shit. Yeah, real yeah. names are always you, funny. My old
1: bag is from Denver. You know that, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's great. Denver. Yeah. So the, all this stuff, like I, under, this is the same relatability to when I go home to the Midwest. It's the yeah. exact same. Yeah, you're just shape. like I know we all this. the same. Yeah.
0: So I thought to myself, I was like, "Fuck, staying in Colorado."
1: Yeah, you wanted to go.
0: I wanted to go to Texas. Hmm. I want to go to Austin Austin, well, did not have the grades. I
1: was just going to say, that's uh, oddly a great school. A party school. school,
0: but a great school. Great Isn't that school. so did, fucked up? Yeah. They
1: shouldn't do that. Or if did I did it?
0: it all over again, I would have... It, that would have been the perfect city for me to go to college because Austin has a good comedy scene. They yeah, it good, does. They have a good art scene. Did you four-year it, by the way? Yeah.
1: You did. So you graduated.
0: High school. Oh, college. Co- college. Four and a half. I graduated December of 05. Good boy, good boy. Still yeah, you
1: got out. Are you kidding me? I have friends that went to ASU with me for seven years. They're still there, I think. That's so funny. I'm deadass. I'm I couldn't be more serious when I say I have a friend that went to eight colleges. Hey, look at me. Eight. That's, because Phoenix was famous for having CCs. Yeah. Glendale Community College, Mason oh, Community College. So Maricopa so, County so, yeah, community Dude, <laughs> MCCC. MCCC. So people <laughs> would literally go to ASU. Yeah. I had kids. Yuma Valley. <laughs> Dude, I had kids. Uh, Saguaro. I had people that would go to ASU with me for a. Year. I would know that they were there for a year. And then I'd see them for another year and a half. And I'd be like... Hey, what are you doing? At, uh, what are what major are you at school? And they're like, well, I'm not i I'm not a ASU. I'm an ASU at ASU in Community. nine months. Yeah, no, <laughs> dude. I'm at the Sunshine Community College in right Rio Com- Salado. Com- I'm,
0: I'm at I'm
1: some guy's apartment on. Fuck.
0: Yeah, there's North. Fe- I'm at North Phoenix Tech. What is that? You're like it's a guy named Raul. <laughs> right. We do the fucking so count welcome parts. back
1: to class. Yeah. Uh, thank you for returning. Uh, Most mentors, people just bail.
0: Your midterm papers already. <laughs> um, it was. A thing where I was like Texas, nope. And then my friend Mike's. Did you apply to get in, by the way, to Austin? Looked at the requirements. Was like, yet later, Gator. Yeah, later, Gator. AP? You were like AP. I had AP English, but I was also like that ain't enough. But AP
1: English to them isn't the thing. They're no. looking for bio. They're looking. Yeah, look, they're yeah, like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up, dum yeah, yeah. dum. And, and then <laughs> smart talkie boy over here. I realized that Arizona was academically on par with University of Colorado. Mm-hmm. they're the same tier. Right. They were like very similar in like uh, when I, when, in 2001. Pac-10 schools. At well, at the time, Big 12, Pac-10. That's right, why I went to right, Arizona because right, right, I was right. like, oh, it's Pac-10. We'll never have to play Colorado. That's right. And then Colorado joined the Pac-10 and I was like, you motherfucker! Then it became the Pac-12. I know. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Gary but, Barnett? Gary Barnett. Oh, yeah. Gary Barnett. Northwestern. Did not, he was at Colorado.
1: But Northwestern, right?
0: Yes. He was at Northwestern. And you know who played there? Who?
1: Who took, he took a guy from my high school, Chris Brown, one of the best running backs Colorado ever had.
0: Beat Nebraska in the 2001 game. Scored five touchdowns. Yep, 62 Went to 35. my high school. I was at that game.
1: His sister went to our high school, is a fucking, like, I want. I don't want an Olympic track runner. She's something of the USA team track That's runner. That's awesome. Yeah, when you see a family like that, you're like, everyone in your family can do what any, anything like, they want. It's like
0: Bones Jones. His whole family's like, oh, my other two brothers are Super Bowl champions. Right, yeah. What's up? What's I'm the greatest <laughs> fighter in the UFC history. Like, I'm
1: like, my sister's employee of the month at her job. Like, oh, yeah.
0: I got a cousin that's a pretty good screenwriter. Um <laughs> but there was a...
1: So yeah, so you so so Austin, no, Colorado, you said the shift, the, the No, I was like Arizona. Parallel.
0: I was like, all right, if it's as good as Colorado, mm-hmm. let me see what it takes to get in. 3.0 25 on your ACT. Got it, got something. it. Got it, got what it. What was your ACT, by the way? I think it was twenty four. Because you know like, what? you know why I
1: asked that? Because in the Midwest and in Colorado, who somewhat shimmies towards the Midwest, yeah. we take ACTs. Same here. They I, take SATs out east. You could take either one. Oh, see, we had to take ACTs.
0: You could take either one. First and time, by the ACT. way?
1: 23.
0: That's what I got. Really? I got a 23 the first time. Second time, I got a 27. Fuck off. I got a 24. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, I'm not going to take <laughs> Fuck you. I still got 23. But
1: because of that 27, I was able to like look at more shit. There's even.
0: a joke in my special mm-hmm. about me farting during the PSATs. That is 100% true <laughs> that during the joke, my friend Garape, who I made laugh because the proctor was like, do you know how to be quiet? Q-U-I. And I leaned and I was like, <laughs> and I let it go eye to eye. And I mean, it was like, dude, it was the first pop I ever felt in my life where it was like a laugh. Where I was like, Jesus. Everyone was like, what? So and it, I was lost like, it yeah, dude. And Garape, yeah. my best friend, was like next to me. And he thought it was the, him and my friend Byron thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And so... Uh, I was like, you know what? I got I'm close to ACT. I'm mm-hmm. like one below. It's 25. I'm 24. <clears throat> I apply, and then they're like, "There's this part of this website that was like, if you've had any traumatic things happen to you in high school, you're allowed to." And I was like, "Looks like I'm a wildcat." And I was like, "My dad dad, my sister died, and I'm pretty close." And they're like, <laughs> and "They're like, you're a fucking wildcat." This
1: know like, wild. Yeah.
0: Rawr. And then um, we took a trip my senior year to go visit Tucson. Because, like, dude, Soda's going to Arizona. And let's go for spring break. Let's go down somewhere warm. We'll drive the. We drove a 1992 Astro van.
1: How far was the drive from. 16
0: hours. Damn,
1: dude. Denver people, by the way, are willing to make certain drives. Something about that part of the West. Welcome to the frontier. We'll do
0: it, dude. Dude, I I did. We have family that drives. I've done Denver to Tucson in a straight shot. Yeah, 16 hours why do you want to get there
1: dude denver guys convinced me to drive from phoenix to south padre Island, texas yeah and i was like that's 28
0: and they're like we can do it yes you can that's
1: insane
0: one we did it by the way one christmas mm-hmm. i drove tucson to vegas to denver fuck you I swear to god, you're an idiot with i swear to god the car was me my friend jumadre his friend Time Mark out.
1: Jumadre? Yes, but is that a movie coming out this, yeah, this but winter That's what a bunch of
0: kids Jumanji came out when <laughs> Jumadre moved, he was my friend Johnny's little brother and he moved from Texas to to Colorado. Dallas. To Aurora. I don't know where he's from in Texas. Yeah. Oh no no no. He was from Michigan. He was from uh where where is Mayweather from? Um Oh uh, East, uh not East Lansing. No, no, uh, no.
1: Um Oh, fuck you. I, everyone's, just, I
0: know everyone's no. mad because you're like,
1: fuck it. People at home are like, dude. Springs. No, uh, no, it's, um, I'll get it. God damn it, dude. <laughs> know, this starving. is so annoying. He's driving
0: me nuts. He's,
1: <laughs> dude, you did this because you said East Lansing. Now you ruined my the where my brain was gonna go. You fucking, you know, you changed the, tra- the train track lines. You know what I mean? Like you shifted it left. I was going to go right, and it was going to be fine. And you fucking ding ding it. You fucked me I'm up when you said East Lansing. Thing. I was like, East Lansing? That uh,
0: it's, oh, uh, fuck. Cunt. <laughs> I'm going to
1: get my fucking phone. No, dude, you got it. Because now? Cause
0: Grand Rapids. Now I oh it it. <laughs> no, it's not Grand Rapids. No, no, wait. East Grand Rapids. He's from East Grand Rapids.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mayweather, Mayweather Jr. Money Mayweather. Hold greatest, on. Hold on. Greatest hold on.
0: fighter of all time.
1: No, is it? Wait, wait, now you're making me feel like I'm wrong. Type in Floyd
0: Mayweather Jr. See what's up. It is fucking Grand East Rapids. East Grand Rapids, It's Michigan. Grand
1: Rapids, that's right. Oh. Damn, dude, Lansing fucked me up because Lansing, I was I like, know, I that's jacked, not dude. it, I know it's not that. I know it's not Lansing.
0: Yeah, you know what's in East Lansing? I believe Eastern Michigan College, and I know that from yeah, no, NCAA Easter, yeah, College Eastern, Football.
1: Eastern Michigan, yeah, that's over there. Yeah, Lansing, good good, good city, great good city. city, great city. Uh, city. The Mitten, continue, 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 so, continue.
0: So we take a van uh we like my vegas so oh so that was a real thing vegas this guy paul so i grew up in aurora colorado and uh south southeast denver southeast denver yeah it's like southeast of denver oh i
1: know my denver dog you really do i do it's, by the I way, met a
0: couple people at Arizona that were from, Air, from Aurora. How many, was, how many
1: California kids you go to school with? A lot?
0: It was mostly San Diego and Long Island.
1: Hundred percent. You know, the reason I came to California was because of San Diego kids. You oh, went, I'm sorry. And one Northern California kid.
0: You know, the reason that I went to New York was because of the kids I went to college with.
1: Is that correct? But where they were, they were... I
0: was like, some of them were cool, but most of them were tools. Yeah. And I liked the Long Island kids because there was Long Island kids in Arizona. Right. And I was like, man, you're fucking direct. And they're like... It was Amir. He was like, yeah, bro. What are you doing? First time we hung out, it was like the freshman orientation lunch. Mm-hmm. $5 a plate. No one was looking. Amir just grabbed two plates. He goes, come on. And I was like, are you going to pay for those? He goes, they weren't looking, dickheads. And Smart. I was like, Amir. I love him. And then he ended up being the worst roommate I've ever had in my life.
1: Where is he now, by the way?
0: Uh, lives in Columbia. Runs a business. Columbia. The country.
1: Oh, I was like, Missouri? No. <laughs> what the fuck is it? was in
0: Columbia. And runs a small business. Yeah, we had Chipotle before the bonfire like a month ago, and I was like, you're still exactly who you are.
1: And you love every piece of that, don't you? Isn't that nice to return to, return
0: to that world? Yeah, you're like, oh,
1: man. Like, look at
0: you. And he's like, yeah, you're a dick. I saw you on TV. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> By the like, way, those yeah. guys never see TV. He goes, yeah, I fucking love Billions. And you're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so we... Uh, so we... Um, he's like, yeah. So this... Oh, the Vegas story. Dude, I haven't thought about this in... Since it happened, it was like 2004.
1: That's right, it's sophomore year, junior, year, sophomore, junior year, year. Yeah, junior. Year.
0: And this guy Paul was like, "Yo, man, I, I got to get back to Colorado for Christmas." And Our was guy like, was John, by the way. Colorado yeah. John was my guy. All right, Paul was from Aurora, and Paul mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, you're going back to Aurora, right?" And he like got me at a house party where he's like, "What are you doing for Christmas?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going home." He's like, oh, "Are you flying?" I'm like, "No, driving." He's like, "Who are you driving with?" I was like, "By myself." Can I get a ride? And like, fuck. Yeah. I guess, dude. <laughs> so then, dude, this story is wild. Give it. Jimadre calls me, and he's like, yo, man, I don't have a way to get home for Christmas. Johnny's going out a week before, and that's his brother. He's like, Johnny's going to drive out a week before. I know you're staying because I had my job. Mm. He's like, I know you're staying to work. You think you could come up to Vegas and get me? And I was like, ah, I looked Damn. at it. And This is you gotta look at like map quest. This was there's no like. Oh oh oh, bro. This this
1: this is, this is. It was a journey. This is print out, follow directions because phone ain't gonna redirecting. That doesn't exist, Fuck, bro. Dude. That is like Those must pr- follow. Just, you
0: just saying printed out directions gave me a feeling of being like because <laughs> you'd be like, meep, 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 and you go all right, point nine <laughs> miles to <laughs> I thirty to I forty. So um. I'm like, yeah, man, you know what?
1: Tucson to Vegas, by the way, is a deep... That's already a pretty deep drive. Six and a half, yeah.
0: That's six. And then Mm -hmm. Vegas... It almost breaks up the same as the drive from Tucson to Denver. Because you go Tucson-Vegas is about six and a half... You can do it five and a half, six. Vegas to Denver, about 10... If the weather I was is just gonna say that perfect. If the weather's good, because otherwise you're looking at 12. Dude. This is December. Yeah, and you don't get 12. You mm. get to 17 or 18. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was just gonna say. So if you're fucking lucky, you get <laughs> if 12. you're fucking
0: lucky, it's 12. So, dude, I can't. I've never told the story on a podcast before. In Give fact, it to. I me. haven't fucking thought about it in fucking years. So I'm working at KFMA. I'm a DJ at KFMA. Mm-hmm. Doing open mics. I'm doing like comedy. But my job is I'm a. I work at the rock station in Tucson. It's like a cool job. I love it. I love the people I work with. Yada, yada, yada. I'm at KFMA. And Paul calls me. And he goes, dude, can my dog come with us? And I was like, <laughs> what kind of dog is it, dude? And he goes, it's a 115-pound pit bull. Holy and I was like, fuck. I don't, it, it was over 100 pounds. 115. That's meters. a big dog, dude. Big muscly dog.
1: 115 fucker pounds. It was
0: probably hundred dog. dog. It was probably hundred pounds. I 50.
1: have friends that weigh that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I was just remember him being like, is that cool? I'm like, well, I'm picking up Jamadre and his cousin Mark. Mark, Jamadre's like,
1: Jamadre always has a cousin that you gotta take. But he my was cousin.
0: like, my cousin Mark is gonna come back with us. All right. And I was like, Yeah, dude. I've known Johnny. I've known his older brother since I was five. I've known their family since sure. I was you know. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Dude, Paul calls me and he's like, All right, so can I bring my dog? And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know. I'm picking up two dudes in Vegas. We're driving to Vegas, staying the night, and then we're picking these guys up and we're driving right. home. Oh, man. Oh, fuck, man. I don't know what I'm going to do with this dog. I'm like, Can someone watch it until you come back? I don't know when I'm coming back, man. Paul wasn't a college student, FYI.
1: By the way, lived near college, wasn't a college student. Had about fifteen of these friends.
0: Dangerous dude too. Had a lot Sometimes of guns. Sometimes I forget. I'm like, well, when when did Paul class? had a lot of guns?
1: I wouldn't fuck with Paul. No. I would
0: never fuck. Paul with was Paul was
1: going to class on the street.
0: Yeah, but Paul was cool as fuck to me because I was from Aurora. Fuck yeah, Paul. And Paul and I were cool. I liked Paul. Shut up, Paul. Shut up, Paul. Paul. Big shout out, Paul. Shut up, lip- Paul. <laughs> one time, brought a gun over and put it on our coffee table, and Amir goes, "Yeah, it's a nice gun." And he picked it up, and I was like, "Yeah, take the slide out," because you know, and yeah. He's like, "What?" I was like, "I was like, take take the clip out."
1: Yeah, because I don't want to die, dude. It's Wednesday. And he's like,
0: yo, you're you're a fucking, yo, you're a fag. There's no fucking bullets in here. And I was like, can I see that gun? Popped one out of the chamber. And, you know, like you rest it with the chamber open. And I was like, now you can play with your gun. And he's like, yeah, I didn't know there was a bullet in there. Whenever he got awkward, his face crunched. He's like, yeah, I didn't know there was a bullet in there. (laughs) Yo, I had no idea, bro. There's bullets in there. So Paul's like, he's doing that thing. And he did it successfully where he's like, Dude, I'll never, he goes, I can't, I can't, no one can watch this dog. And I'm like, well, dude, I'm picking up two full grown men. Yeah. Four seat Stratus. It's a Stratus. It's a roomy four, but it's a four. <laughs> nah, man, I guess, fuck. I guess I was going to take this dog out to the desert and shoot it. And I was like, no, what? No, dude, dude. where I was. <laughs> when he said that, I was on the phone outside of the studio smoking a cigarette and he goes, uh, I guess I'm just going to take the dog out to the desert and shoot it. And I go, no, no what? <laughs> no. Why the what fuck? I... What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? I'm like, Paul. And he's like, no, dude. No, man. I don't got nowhere to place. I don't got money to put this dog in like a.
1: Holy shit, bro. Bring the dog. Yeah, you have to bring the dog. Dude, don't shoot the dog.
0: But it's sitting on your lap. Oh, dude. Dude, I drove to Paul the dog and I drive to Vegas. Side we show real fast. If, if you ever want to know You're a good cat, dude. If you ever want to know You're a good you got a good thanks. you're a good soul. Thanks, dude. If you want to know one of the funniest things in the world. Hmm. it's when your over expressive black friend doesn't know he's going to be traveling with a pit bull and finds out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jumadro's like, nah, man. Nah, man. Fuck that. Nah, yo, fu- man. yo, fuck he's that. He's staying on his fucking lap. Nah, fuck, him, fuck that. And we finally got him I'm like, he's going to be on his lap. He's like, nah, man. Marcus is just this cool, quiet dude. He's like, whatever, man. I don't give a fuck. And Jumadro's like, nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. We drove me. Vegas? Yeah. We drive Vegas to Denver which is you don't realize the whiteness of the territory you're going through. Mm-hmm. You're going through Utah. Utah, yeah. We I was stopped just in St. George. Whoa, 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 whoa. Got out, and it's like at a gas station. You're it's the like, only one that got out, by the way. I get out, yeah. and they're like, hello. Hello, then, sir. Hello, sir. And then the other three doors open, and it's two black dudes, a Mexican dude, and a pit bull. And they're Are like, you being held captive? <laughs> I watched so many faces <laughs> in gas stations be like, like watching the car get out. Do
1: you need help?
0: Dude, Jamadre knew halfway through that I was real annoyed with Paul and Jamadre was just kind of like, hey, Paul, how come you keep acting asleep when we gas up? And he was just saying shit like that. And I like that. that. Really. By the way, that's it, a well,
1: that, that is a key move why the fuck aren't you kicking in, bitch? Yeah. We're all kicking dude, in, you he came bitch. came back
0: from McDonald's with like a quarter pounder and like fries and nuggets. And, and nothing for anybody else? Nope. And everyone dude, I'd have up. left
1: him for dead. Yeah, I know, Just let your fucking I throat out of fucking, <laughs> it. I would have God, fucking God, I it. I almost broke your chair. I fucking Could have done it.
0: That'd have been worth it. Fuck that guy. That's bullshit. But in the Christmas spirit, I fucking drove him back to Aurora. Never hung out with him again. You're a good fucking egg. Thanks honestly man. dude <laughs> Thanks, man. But I you about...
1: saved a dog's life that dude got, when that... he said that
0: shoot shit i was like come on paul peace what do we do you're a
1: peace bro that's an interesting like whenever you hear someone do stuff like that or say stuff like that you go you're really gonna if i didn't fucking that's the universe and my yeah. uh, my impartial yes. belief of what the ha- what's happening in the world of my lack of religious yeah uh, fucking honest belief in my heart like there's moments the universe gives that to you and you go I got to save this dog's life. Like, I just, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. You know, that's
0: exactly how I thought about it. I went like this, like, it's a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> He's a good boy, and He was dude. a good boy. I got to. stayed on the lap. He was a good boy the whole drive home. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That was it. Merry Christmas, good boy. Good boy. Paul yeah, see? beat it. <laughs> Fuck off, Paul. You're a good boy. Oh, get the fuck out of But like
1: everybody in college, I don't know if this is a common college experience and I'll see it in the comments, but like I had a group of guys that we partied with that weren't yeah. in college, that were around the college and this yeah. happens probably predominantly in Arizona. Arizona has a lot of like hanging outs but not really going to schools.
0: As they're called in Tucson, T-Lokes. T-Lokes? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, dude. Some fucking, some local ass dude. Who, By the way, The there night was I got a, robbed. There was always oh. a 38 year old. Yes. And we're 20 and I was like, what are you doing here whose guy whose buddy is that but like he was also nice enough where i was like i don't hate him but like why the fuck is he
0: kicking it with us who is this guy who is
1: Derek? and now that i'm in my late 30s i think about if it all falls apart i'm going to i'm going to tucson i'm gonna be
0: the guy that's like what's up do you guys want to go fucking party i did mushrooms the night i got robbed um, and I went to You my were friend. high when you got robbed? No, no, no. I got robbed in the afternoon. Oh, you just scared. I was like, that's, no, no, no. that's the worst moments of life. I would be a bubble boy right now. Right. Uh, I, Dan? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I. He eats at noon and that's we, it. We went to drink at the Golden Nugget and then I went and took mushrooms at my friend Johnny Bluntman's house <laughs> and I got fucking wrecked and yeah. I was on a lot of mushrooms and very drunk and I went to my friend Mark's house and he was just the best. I'm still friends with him. He lives in Portland. He's the shit. He's, he was like, One of my friends from college that truly is still one of my very close friends, and I love very much. But I was so fucked up on mushrooms and traumatized by getting hog-tied and pistol-whipped. Yeah, dude. That I was like, I gotta, I gotta talk to someone. Yeah. And so I went to Mark's house and had a blast. Season one of The Ultimate Fighter was going on, so we're like watching that. Dope on Spike. I'm I'm ripping through a pack of R. R. in RIP Spike, a R I P Spike. I'm ripping through a pack of camel in a box, just fucking <laughs> tearing through them outside. And his cute neighbors came out, and I'm on three to point three point five to four four grams of mushrooms. So I'm fucking I'm fucked. Four grams? I took a handful, and Dude, Johnny, you're
1: lit? Are you tra- kidding me? That's Johnny the-
0: Bluntman was like, I think you just ate about four grams of mushrooms.
1: Heavy mushrooms. I don't give a fuck who use who who's done mushrooms. Four grams is
0: a a good amount of mushrooms. I would say it's the second most I've ever done. That's a
1: shitload, dude. It was a lot. It was too. It was fun. It was too much. You know what I appreciate about what you just said? You know people brag about doing drugs. You know people brag about lies about drugs. Yeah. And the honesty of three to four grams. Yeah. And like any asshole, it's like I knew a guy that did twelve. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Like. Four grams of mushrooms it's, it's is a much. lot of mushrooms. It's too much. People do not know that is a lot of mushrooms. If you've never done them,
0: oh, I did, I had done them. I done them regularly. No, no. I'm
1: saying if people don't know yeah. what the measurement is, like, oh no, it, it's hard to explain because
0: somebody goes, I guess gram because time. It's I like, over, no, no. I over, my eyes were bigger than my stomach, and I was drunk, That's and f- I, you're you're ripped, you're yeah, ripped on four rip, grams, but it's laughing so hard, love, dude. laughing, love. so so hard and doing like crusty fighter poses and we were doing like dude i remember this specifically from the night was an old ufc after they get knockouts they'd make them take pictures where they would and then they oh my and, god and i remember they'd, that and shit they'd point him, and then they go like that yeah and then they so turn dude, sumner and i were doing that for a good hour in his apartment just my eyes like saucer plates and i'm like <laughs> and we're just like dying laughing and then we go outside and i'm smoking cigarettes and his cute neighbors come out and we're talking to him and I'm just like mushroom, just like Yeah, you're lit. I'm like, Well of course, this is and then one of them I goes So where are you from? And they go Tucson, I go, You're a loke? like that and it instantaneously <laughs> like All right and then he just went back in <laughs> and I was like, I fucked that up and it, yeah.
1: But T, but T, but code Tilo code should have been like them being like fuck yeah then you would have yeah. parted. Yeah, then I would then you would have known yeah Phoenix there was no name for Phoenicians is uh, that's my uh, favorite Louis C K joke the Phoenicians some I know people I know. from Phoenix are called Phoenicians, Phoenicians.
0: Like, I I keep sucking that day <laughs> hey.
1: Phoenix had some of my best times and also some of my worst I was where I got my head kicked in for the first time of all the fist fights ever I had ever gotten in as a youth. Phoenix was the worst I've ever been. Grimy, dude. Dude, I got my shit beat. I'm not going to lie. My buddy, my two, the the guys that my friends that know that listen to the podcast, especially my buddy Colin, we got in such a bad fight and we were outnumbered and we knew it. We were at an apartment complex. I don't even know how it started, but dude, I'll never forget to this day how bad I felt before I got hit. That I was like, we're going to lose and this is going to be bad for like a couple of days. Like, I just, I remember feeling like uh, some guy was being an asshole. It got out of control. They were being mean to a guy. Like, I never... Me and my group of friends, I never once... We were never instigators. But, like, we were put up against a wall, and I remember being like, well, this is going to be bad. And we got walloped. And I mean, I had never got my ass kicked this bad in a long time. Like stomped out. I got kicked in the face a few times. Yeah, it sucked. Sucked. Dude, it sucked. Colin, my buddy Travis, I think they got it just as bad, if not worse. Colin got pretty bad. But it was just like... the aggressiveness of Phoenix has this...
0: Tucson's got a very similar aggressiveness. I'll fuck it's you up. Desert. Arizona
1: has I'll fuck you up desert energy, and it's it's terrible. It's and great, you know, you but know it's what? terrible. It's
0: like... Um, I did Joey Diaz's podcast earlier, and he was, about, he was talking about how nice people in Colorado are. And it really was this like moment where I moved to Arizona, and I was like, you're mean. Yeah, they're mean. like... <laughs> <laughs> is, they, they always make that noise in my head when they're like, it's just that noise. That's the noise of Arizona. Yeah, me. it's
1: a, it. it is a, there's a very defensive it's, it's thing that nothing should survive out there. No, well, so if you survive out there, die. you're fucking tough as shit. It's supposed to be dead. Yep. So yeah, when we would kick it with local dudes or we get at a party, we you were we were bound to get in some trouble. That's what I didn't like. Is like I knew local places we went to, local spots. We were, something bad was going to happen. I could almost like. Guarantee when we would go out with local guys or a local house party, something fucked up was going to go down because desert shit is tough. They're tough motherfuckers.
0: Dude, that leads me. You want to talk about music?
1: Oh, yeah. I want uh, the CD collection. Yes, you're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, give it. Go ahead. Lead you to what?
0: Oh, no, we were just talking about music, but I was saying, like, that's why I loved, I fell in love with the band Queens of the Stone Age working at KFMA in Tucson Such and being in the band. desert because it's perfect. Desert music. It is desert music. But then it just became my favorite band. So now I just like the music wherever. Is it saying, today? What yeah, is, t- is today? What a hundred percent. Queens of Stone Age. Yeah, dude. My favorite Rogan was he just had a homie on. It. I know. I saw. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was incredible. But Desert Sessions eleven and twelve, fucking phenomenal. Yes, dude. The dude just makes shit in the perfect way. So it's like, I there's there's artists that you have that I call brain ointment. Ooh. Where you're like your brain's cooking and you're like, let me just put this music on. There's certain albums. What that is that?
1: What's that album to you?
0: Depends on how I'm feeling, what I'm looking to get.
1: Okay, so let's do hat. Well, let's do, um, let's do saying brain high.
0: ointment at its finest. Yeah. Is too many thoughts. The world hates me. I'm imploding. I suck. I either go Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. I can do uh, like Clockwork the album. I can also do, uh, I like Kendrick Lamar's Damn. is I mean, great ba- brain ointment. Yeah. And uh Mac Miller's swimming. I love that. Game. You just you just put it on, and you're like. Sh- but it also Stones, Exile on Main Street. There's like certain mm-hmm. albums I can put on where I'm like.
1: What's <sighs> What's the most famous band, uh socially, that you secretly disagree with? <sighs> that everyone's like, Oh. I love and then in your brain and in your heart, you just ha- you you hate it, but publicly, you're kind of like. Yeah, they're fine. You know that thing where you go, yeah, yeah, no, I like them, I guess. But like inside. You too.
0: You too. Dude, I love you.
1: I've always really liked you, Dan. Honestly, as a comedian and as a guy. And right now, you really fucking cemented yourself in my heart. Yeah, It's a band that I don't give a fuck about. I I don't hate them. By
0: the way, brought me to tears with the streets have no name with the American flag. The showmanship. I
1: just... Don't, don't care. care. I, I don't give just a fuck. Just don't care. I've never cared. And
0: also, putting you fucking putting that album on my phone without telling me, that made me mad.
1: Ru- hey, Apple,
0: you fucked rude. up. Rude.
1: You fucked up. So You ruined my my, for me. my old bag. The old bag. Uh, the old bag. Inter- I have questions for her after we finish. The, the, old, the old slag. The greatest thing that ever happened. The, the reason that I was like, this is a legit ass bitch. So She hates R.E.M. so much. I I can't. Dude, she fucking. That is a good one of those. She fucking. That's a good one of those where
0: almost I would say like I heard R.E.M. And I was like. She she loathes R.E.M. Yeah.
1: To a degree that I can't. We can't. We can't communicate about it because when we try to talk about she's. I'm always like, what really is it? She's like. They're bullshit. She hates them. Yeah. So, so the band, the National. You know the band, the National. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the band, the National, was. Open we'll make
0: you cry if you watch the movie Warrior. One hundred percent. With Tom Hardy.
1: The band, the National, was is an incredible band. They're a great music. They're a great band. We saw them play at Hotel Cafe years ago. <clears throat> a small venue in Los Angeles. Cut to two years later, they opened for REM. Now, now they headline the Hollywood Bowl. They're sure. famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanted to go see them open for REM. This is how much she liked the National. She hates R.E.M. so fucking much. I paid premium tickets. Dude, I spent a lot of money so we could see the opening band at the Hollywood Bowl as the sun is still out. It's, it's still yeah. bright. People are sitting, getting, oh, doing that thing. And, and I thought, because I don't hate R.E.M. I don't love them, but I don't hate them. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. sure. But I thought I spent on lot fucking money in this fucking yeah, ticket. Watch fucking, yeah, dude. The moment the National played their last song and said goodbye, and, and was going to be the break before REM, she turns to me and she goes, let's go. Yeah. And I was like, wait, we're not. And she goes, no, I will not watch these fucking losers play music. And I was like, this bitch is dope. And we, t- we took off. It's and great. I was like, she committed. It's great. She hated them so much. Finding out. Because people like them. And I never knew if I like them or not. Do you know when someone's so famous band-wise that you're like, do I like them or do I fucking don't? I don't know any better.
0: I feel like there's been a couple movies and, and oh give artists. me a
1: film That people are like We love it And you're like Do I love that Or am I just Going um, along with the thing
0: Casino <gasps> oh, I don't know You're gonna
1: make me Have a, almost a panic attack I You don't know, know If you like it or not
0: I love Goodfellas
1: Right 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 Okay okay Love Goodfellas But you think Casino Might be teetering on
0: Is it just West Coast Goodfellas <laughs> It's the Bro, I always, they, I always remember <laughs> The David Spade joke From Hollywood Minute casino, casino, Casino. liked it better when it was called Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yeah. And I remember watching it going, that's how I feel. And then everyone's like, it's the best movie of all time. And you're like, it's good. It's good. It's very good. I love that. See, but I'm not going to Pop your eye out of your socket. You want me to do that? It's one of my favorite passing lines of all time. But one of the best scenes.
1: Charlie M. Charlie M. M. You made me pop your eye out of your socket for that fucking brick. Do him a favor.
0: Great great
1: scene. I think the best scene in that casino is. And this will be taken out of context and, and clipped on the internet and, and bury me. But the best scene is when he calls, when when he calls to Nero and he goes, he goes, did you just, he goes, uh, you kicked my friend out of there? He goes, did you know what he said? He told me to go fuck myself. He called me a faggot. And he goes, you call my friend a faggot? You told him to go fuck himself? And he beats that kid with the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the funniest that scenes is... I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. That being said, let's cut to I love the the braveness of saying that it might be not as good as people say it is. because
0: I love it, but I do like what you're saying. I I'm not trying to be a contrarian. No, I know I'm what you're doing. Honestly, talking from are being what, honest, my soul, I'm like, if you ask me what movie, yeah, does everybody love, and you're like, and I listen, I don't know. my favorite movie of all time, you'd probably be like, that's dumb. That what movie. is it? Boogie Nights.
1: That's your favorite movie of all Bogey time. Boogie
0: Nights is my favorite movie of all time. But, but it ha- must it have some
1: sort of resonance to your youth that you really, really something about it clicks.
0: Teenage years, something clicks. It came out. It was kind of the first thing that I liked. That was like an individual to myself, and not like I didn't have an older sibling tell me it right. or a friend. It was like I saw Boogie Nights. I was like, "Oh, this movie is
1: troubled." You funny, funny. Like it was funny in a it way. Had a lot of like, elements of strife.
0: It was one of the things where I didn't know John C. Riley character when I when I. Found out John C. Riley's character was supposed to be funny. I was like, "This is pretty this brilliant." The probably the greatest movie of all time. I, and then I just love I, it, and I love how sad it is, and I it love is very how sad. loving it is, yeah. and I love how um, dumb Dirk Diggler is, but then also like, but you, not really you feel, but not you dumb. feel like that. Not you,
1: dumb. He's pretty. He's. He's pretty he's pie-eyed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just—I would say he's, he's pie-eyed, but, green, green, but then green. What do
0: they call him? Green ear. But know, like like rev- I like—I like that. Like, the yeah. Revere, I like revere the fact that he's just kind of like. You want to see it? You want to see it? You want to see it? And he's just kind of like not like. Yeah, he's just going. Like, eh. You know what I mean?
1: This is what you. you yeah, mean? and also,
0: yeah. I just, for some reason as I've grown up, I'm just like oh, I, I love that movie.
1: It is a great movie. My favorite movie is Big. Because it holds a big hole, it has it's a big place in my heart. From me and my mother, watch it all the time. Um, Whenever I go home, it's like it's like the movie to me that represented my childhood of why we ruined movies like that. As I've gotten older, is like there used to be a time when I could tell you a boy turned into a man, yeah. and you didn't go, "How did it happen scientifically?"
0: And you're like, "It was a wish." Yeah, nobody
1: cared. Up. It didn't used to be like, well, the protons of the chemical react. It didn't even matter.
0: Always think of that movie. Yeah. Living in New York City, whenever I'm inside mm. and I hear sirens, I think of him crying in his first hotel, eating <laughs> the Oreo shots. Yeah, and I'm like, can I live know? in New York City. That's how I know I live in New York City. I go, I live in New York City. It's like raining. It's like, Woo! <laughs> wow. can you name the hotel? By the
1: way, can you name a hotel? Roosevelt, St. James Hotel, Josh St. Saint- James and he goes, Hotel. He goes, is it safe? He goes, it's religious. That's one of my favorite lines. He goes, St. James Hotel. It's real.
0: Is it safe? He goes, it's religious. They moved F.A.O. Schwartz to Rockefeller Center.
1: The only reason that F.A.O. Schwartz is still alive is because of that film. When I
0: was done, it became an <laughs> Apple store.
1: Dude, the only reason that they survived for any amount of time Cause was because that piano. movie. Yeah, because yeah. of the big piano. Damn, that's a good fucking it, movie. That, so to me, that was the epitome of like when we used to not care about... Yeah. We didn't need to know... We didn't need to know what did somebody die. You got a good text. no, no, no. I don't. We're like good. Hot text. But, um. Oh shit! It is. Yeah. I just realized what time. Yeah, it
0: is. we're just we talked. We talked so much prior to and yeah. as well. Anyway, it, the, the, no. I, but what I, what's interesting yeah. about that is that I love that in kind of like when you said that you uh, like the bravery of me being like maybe casinos not great. I love, I love that the shit. fact that you're like Big is my favorite movie. It's
1: my favorite movie of all time because it's not I the most cinematic instantan- movie. It's not. It's not. Joe
0: List is one of the. Um, Love Joe
1: List. By what? the way, if you don't know Joe List, go look that motherfucker up. He's a phenomenally hilarious comedian. Joe the, List is the shit.
0: One of the funniest people. Phenomenal. On, Great joke earth On the planet earth. Yeah. On plan earth. One of the funniest people of all time. And knows movies better than anybody I know. Oh, yeah? That being said, <laughs> I feel like he would be a person if you're like, I like Big. He'd be like, what? What? You know? Like, there's yeah. so many more. He knows cinema.
1: Right. It's not a cinematic <clears throat> film.
0: No. Boogie no. Nights, sure, kind of. But I not like it. Yeah. No, you, it's just Pulp Fiction is another movie. It clicked that, with you story wise. Pulp Fiction came out in 1994 when I was 11 years old, mm-hmm. and I watched it, and I was like, "Wait, the movie doesn't follow a linear path, but then like some stuff happens, and then they smoke cigarettes a bunch, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, heroin looks fun if you get stabbed <laughs> in the chest. And I just loved it, and I just loved some of the jokes. Uh, I remember getting in trouble with my mom for going, "That's a pretty good fucking milkshake." And she was like, "Why'd you say that?" What and a I go, line! Oh. And then you don't realize that he's on heroin right. until you're older, and you're like, "Wow!" Yeah, blasted yeah, I did, on I junk.
1: Did, I didn't know what it was. I thought he, I thought he just I thought when we you're young, you hear a dude like he did drugs. You're really not privy to understanding what that means. you are like
0: that dude blasted off in the bathroom and yeah. came up and smacked a five dollars shake. That's milk and ice cream. Five dollars. They don't put no rum in it or nothing. A fucking shake. And he, Pretty good fucking shit. <laughs> it is.
1: It was so good, man. Like that, that, that. So these these non-cinema, like shot for shot, it's not going to compete. Sure. But there's something that connected so deeply as a youth, and that's why to me, that's why Casino. You're like, I was like, okay. That's, okay. But that's why Big to me is so dope. It's not that I was like visually stunned. It was like something hit when he hits. The... comedy's
0: like comedy's a lot like that. Yeah, it because is. Because how I used to get annoyed was when I'd see comedians be like, when I was a kid, I loved um I loved Jack Benny, and I loved, <laughs> I loved classic st- joke writers, and I, yeah. I loved Bill Hicks. It's like you got Hicks at eight years old. Mm-hmm. You know who I liked: Robin Williams and Dana Carvey, hundred percent, and and Eddie Murphy, because yep. they were making noises out of their faces that yeah. made me laugh.
1: And Jim Carrey talked out of his butthole, and I thought it was hilarious.
0: I thought he was a fucking genius. genius. Jim Carrey changed my life. Same. You got to work with him.
1: Yeah, same. He was my boss yeah, for a couple of years. He was li- he literally changed my life when I was a youth, and then I got to meet him as a, as an adult.
0: Uh, my sister would send me Jim Carrey articles because I was like him and Dana Carvey were my and Robin Williams were my guys. god geniuses dude. And also, as I got in my teenage years, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle
1: changed your your well the comedic changed sensibility me. changed. Times also changed. That's the other thing that people don't know about, don't want to talk about in comedy is like. Time changed the way that comedy was received and developed. So it's just kind of like that twenty-year span of comedy was this incredible shift of the beginning of everything. You know what I mean? It was kind of like Kinnison era was like learning how to be bold and And
0: rock and roll style, right? And and
1: fuck everyone, and I'll part. And then after him, after the Kinison era was kind of like, how can I make a. how can I l- make less of a character of myself and more of like this comedic um, powerhouse, right? Yeah. So they were making comedic powerhouses because Kinnison was never going to be like a movie star, in my opinion. It was just like, but comedic powerhouses started to come along that were just, like Eddie was just undeniable. I remember seeing Eddie Murphy and thinking it was not just the funniest guy I'd seen, but the coolest guy. It I'd never everything. seen a cool guy. It like was, it He was, was a cool, funny guy.
0: Also, like it that, lent itself to the youth where the youth were like oh stand up comedy can be for us and then like I I remember HBO uh, One Night Stands
1: I love One Night Stands I used to love One Night Stands Pat
0: Oswald and Dave Chappelle's they're the same season and they did this thing like around a diner in San Francisco Yeah. and for some reason I would honestly credit that season of the half hour of One Night Stands for the reason I do stand up comedy really Patton Oswalt's half-hour set. It was Piss Drinkers, Inc. Right. Uh, He did Nick Noltea's Han Solo. Mm. He did Cops. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, not a lot of people... Then you find out everyone's doing cop jokes, but it was still a great cop joke. Yeah. Chappelle did um, Alcatraz. Yeah. He's like, I I got friends in prison I don't even visit. He did the uh, Jizz everywhere. Like, I remember his set. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I... It must be the way a guitarist is like... When they hear rock and roll, they're like, I I, want to play this. I want to do this.
1: It turns you on.
0: It turned me on, and I was just like, this is the shit. And then I would just go to a Blockbuster and see what stand-up they had and Bernie Mac, and I would find, like, all this random shit, and I'd be like, they do the Def Jam tapes, and then I'd wait for it. I love the Def Jam But I would just fuck it. I loved it. And then I remember when I went to Arizona was the first time I had internet where you had ethernet, and you could download stuff. And my roommate, Stevo, showed me Kazaa. And the first, Love, uh, the first two things I downloaded were porn and stand-up.
1: Porn I, a lot of, by the way.
0: Loved. I mean, porn it, really took over.
1: Stand-up did happen, but porn was, it was like, it was like porn, was porn, crazy. porn, stand-up. I would have like porn, five porn, bars, porn, bars of porn, 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 porn and porn. like
0: yeah. uh, an exhibit song. And then like, <laughs>
1: and then like I could dance under water and, and not yeah, get yeah, wet. Yeah. Like, like also, the speed of
0: life. And then also like uh, 49er highlights from 1989. <laughs> and then. But, it was, uh, but then like through Kazaa and downloading stand-up, yeah. then I started downloading Opie and Anthony's. Right, right. Because I was from Denver and I right. lived in Tucson. I didn't know Opie and Anthony. And then it was like um, Insomniac was out. Fuck. And then I would listen to, and I would hear the crossover of David Tell and Opie and Anthony. And then I'd find out about young Bill Burr and young Patrice O'Neill, Right. And Bobby and Voss. And then Norton. Season two of Last Comic Standing, I'm like, this is my guy. I love him. And then now you're like, when I talk to comics and they're like, well, I love Hicks and shit, it's like, no, you didn't, dude. You never knew him. You never knew then him. Then you're lying. You never at him. Because I didn't get into Bill Hicks until I was doing comedy for a year. I didn't,
1: get Bill K- I didn't get into Bill Hicks until my solid comedy years of what I started to learn what comedy was.
0: Also, one of the best HBO One Night stands.
1: Agreed. It's so funny. I don't want to be a cheese dick yeah. and do this, but because it's so natural, HBO has done a great thing for comedy and they have for a long time. There's a lot of places to watch and listen to comedy. You have a special. Yeah. That that's out right now. It's of, out it's yeah. out to it, you see. You can go, see it right now. You can watch it right now. Son stream it Gary. right now.
0: It's Son of a Gary. It's
1: just one of those it H look, I'm not gonna try to do this thing and, and try to pretend like I'm hosting and faking. Yeah. I've always loved you. I've always think you're a phenomenal comedian. I respect you, and HBO is a great place because I think they've always done a gr- a great job of cultivating people that they really believe in. I, yeah. I, I I'm not being cheesy. It's just like yeah. You know, they said look, something to me.
0: They said something to me at um, the taping after the taping where I was like, it stuck with me. I don't. We're, we also know that this business is fake, and there's a lot of it's shit. It's fickle that, as fuck. It doesn't make it, it's, it's fake bullshit. And, but after the show, I was like, do you guys like that? Because I have a very much, an Eddie Adams, in fact, I, did, I used to do this to Koppelman and Levine all the time in season one and two of Billions. After I would do a take and they'd check the gate, I would go and I'd be like, was that Sexy Jack? Was
1: that Sexy Jack? Was that
0: Sexy Jack? Because <laughs> if it wasn't Sexy, I can go again. Just as a running joke. Right. But I do have that mentality. And so after I taped at the Bowery Ballroom, I went up to you know Nina and Aaron at HBO and I was like, is that okay? And they're like, we loved it. Great. And then I just was talking. And then it, when I was doing press, Nina comes by and, and sees me and we talk. She's leaving and she's like, we love that you're in the HBO family. And I was like,
1: I'm in a family. I'm in a family? I'm in a family.
0: I feel like it's like, you know when uh, you know when they do the things where people hear for the first time? It was like one of those reactions. Oh, the colored glasses. Yeah. It, yeah. Yes, I did. I had a colored glass moment where like, I put it on and I went, the grass is green. Yeah. And they went, what's wrong, Dan? And I went,
1: you can't say it. It's blue and to uh, see blue, it's blue yeah. and that's why it's always it's supposed to be blue. Yeah.
0: I had, that's what it felt like being told. But that. that's okay. But look,
1: but and I'm I'm not pandering because I I really do believe this. I think there's a lot of places to see shit and to watch specials and all that stuff. And I'm not trying to discredit Netflix and all that stuff and Amazon, but it is cool to be a part of such an exclusive club. And I think you should be proud and and that isn't. An, it's just what what a phenomenal way to like make your entrance into that world yeah. with something phenomenal that you've cultivated so hard on, like on making wonderful instead of like, I do, I'm going to be honest. People know. I think there's a lot of people that pump out specials for no reason. And there's yeah. not a lot of worth behind them and they don't really care. And yeah. I think money calls a lot and, for I, sure. and, and that happens. And, but, um, But I do think if you have HBO, watch this piece of shit special, Son of a Gary. If you don't have HBO, get it. You can stream it. Uh, Watch Son of a Gary. And um, I promise you won't be disappointed if you are. Uh, please email Dan Soder, dan.soder.com. At, there's, a Dan, whole there's a whole link. link. You can we have email a suggestion sh- box. You, yeah, and it's a, and start the email with "Listen, bro," comma, and then whatever yeah, else you God need to say. It. You know what's gonna be funny bro. <laughs> is
0: we're recording this podcast in it's December of 2019. Yeah, and in March of 2020, yeah. probably at the end of the month, I'm just gonna be at a club. Let's say I'll probably be at Moon Tower Comedy Festival. There you are. You'll be in Austin. I'll be in Austin. And, Early morning, going to the back to New York, you know, and it's a fun festival, but I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. And I check my email and listen, bro. And I'm like, what? Son, and of, it's just son like, of a bitch. This fucker got it me never ends, dude. It God, never ends so, so
1: do yourself a favor, please watch Son of a Gary on HBO. Um this dude's one of my favorite. Fucking comedians, uh, uh, people can wash away from our, my my joke of an intro. He's a phenomenal dude, a great comedian. Watch Son of a Gary. Um, if they need to see tour dates and where you're coming up, go to dansoder.com. dot com. Yeah, man, it's um, all we'll there. put the link in the description below.
0: Dude, I'm so happy we got to do this. Me too, man. And I was, uh, I know you're. I, I was shout like, out to the great Ari Shafir. Huntered,
1: my guy. I, I I've never met a guy who cares so little about anything but being a comedian. It it makes me jealous because yeah. he just Ari will sacrifice literally everything for comedy like he'll be like ah, i don't know, fuck i'll lose money for three or four months for comedy I love it. He doesn't care he's the best i know i can't do that yeah, <laughs> i'm, he's I'm like the this best. motherfucker is the guy all but right he, so yeah. so so i'm gonna put everything below um in the description so you guys can know where to go to watch this beautiful con special um and here's what's i'm gonna happen i'm gonna walk away you're gonna need to say a word or a phrase to end the episode when i get up say it do whatever you got to do go
0: ahead yeah Bonding.
1: In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey,
0: whiskey. You that creature in the ginger beard!
1: Sturdy and ginger. Like
0: vampires the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for
1: the whiskey, and $75 for the horse. Gingers, are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.